Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, Manhattan Beach Chamber 360. On May 8, 2020, live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, and it's a really beautiful place to do just that. The South Bay Show is brought to you by the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce. The Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce has been serving the city of Manhattan Beach for over 60 years, and they are dedicated to promoting a strong local economy by supporting the community, providing valuable business connections, and representing business with government. The Chamber staff is focused on providing its membership with the tools and resources to help businesses grow and thrive within the community. Their goal is to continually support the individual efforts of business as they work to support the growth of the local economy. For more information on how the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce is working with member businesses and the city of Manhattan Beach to support that growth, visit the website at manhattanbeachchamber.com or call 310-545-5313. I'm your host. Joe Terry, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose, that's what we talk about here on The South Bay Show. Joining us as co-host, the president and CEO of the Manhattan Beach Chamber, Kelly Stroman, and of course with us because of our great partnership with SouthBayByJackie.com and executive producer of the South Bay Show, Jackie Balestra. Hey, Jackie, Kelly, how are you today? Uh, doing well, Joe. Morning, Kelly. Good morning and happy Friday, everyone. Happy not so Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Not, not so housebound anymore. You know, life no. is starting to, you know, loosen up a little bit, and we're seeing signs of life. Yay. Yeah. Yes, yes. yes. As, oh. matter, as a matter of fact, um, out and about, uh, people are uh, doing things and the police aren't necessarily enforcing them. Like I saw people walking along the west side of the Esplanade and the police are around, yeah. but they're not, you know, giving them a hard time. I've seen people on the beach in Hermosa. I mean, you know, everybody's ready. Everybody's ready for this to be done. You know, everybody's yeah. taking it easy. Uh, it's nice. It's a, it's a nice. It's nice. Uh, we're, we're, I, I don't even like to use the word normal. Uh, people have been saying the new normal, but it, mm. it, 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 it's it's yeah, it's it's going to be different. It's going to be different. Hey, you know, it might be better. Who knows? Um, yeah, yeah, nowhere near normal, and I don't think any of us knew, know what the new normal will be, or if we can even really even call it a new normal. I suspect it will continue to evolve for months and months and months. And yes. I don't think there's going to be anything normal about one month in 2020. Uh, I really, I'm making that prediction. Jack, you make predictions. I'm making a prediction. Nothing normal <laughs> in 2020. <laughs> permission, permission to make predictions. Prediction, uh, permission to make predictions. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I've, I've pretty much, I've pretty much written 2020 off already. You know, I've, yeah. I've, I'm just, I've written it off. You know, not celebrating birthdays, anniversaries. You know, not not celebrating anything. I'm I'm just I'm just writing it off and looking forward to next year. And I'm okay with that. I have a very important birthday to celebrate. We yeah. need to celebrate birthdays. If you don't want to celebrate yours, Jackie, that's okay. We won't mention your birthday. We won't mention you know what year or anything. You know your your favorite food, your favorite cocktail on your birthday or anything. But um, there are some other birthdays, and uh, there's a big one today. One of our favorite stores mm-hmm. in downtown Manhattan Beach is 21 today. Want to take wow, a which one? Oh. Tabula Rasa Essentials. Wow. Twenty Maureen, our friend Maureen, twenty one years for any small business is you know, is phenomenal. Ten years. Any anything is phenomenal. These days, two months is phenomenal. (laughs) But um, that's true. 
right? But um, yeah, she uh, the store uh, is turning 21 today. She, as you know, the big news yesterday is you know we are entering stage two of the safer at home COVID 19 pandemic, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, life as we know it, and uh, retail, some retail is able to open back up and offer curbside delivery. So just in time to celebrate their 21st um, birthday, anniversary, whatever you want to call it, um, they're offering 20% off and a free little little mini bottle of champagne with, um, uh, I think, a purchase over $100. Um, anyway, so um, you know what? We do have to celebrate the little things um, gosh, you know, we, we, we need to all celebrate that we've made it through the last, is it eight weeks or seven weeks, Jackie? I know you'll know. You, you're, eight, eight weeks. Mm-hmm. Eight weeks. Eight, yeah. mm-hmm. eight weeks. Yeah. So can I just point eight out weeks. that we started off with a beautiful rainbow. Remember that, that day, that magical day when it was like day, whatever, five or six or something of safer at home and chaos and lockdown. And we had those beautiful rainbows, that storm we had had, and there was rainbows all over Hermosa and Manhattan. I mean, Mm -hmm. just gorgeous. I mean, magical, a double rainbow at one point. It was insane. Um, We moved into the bioluminescence, you know, red tide in the day, blue, you know, sci-fi tide at night that has been staying with us for how long has it been now? It's been a, a, a week and a half, two weeks? About three, th- about three weeks. About three, three weeks. weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we're kind of ending, in my opinion, we're ending the stage one, entering stage two with the big flower moon, the big, the full moon last night, mm-hmm. the last couple nights and flower moon. So I don't know. I think it's very symbolic. You know, we kind of were reminded by Mother Nature in the very beginning, like, hey, there's rainbows, things are, you know, we're not in this alone. I'm here too. Um, We've had that blue tide that is unprecedented, just like these times sticking with us. And it's almost like it's wrapping its arms around the South Bay and saying, hey, we're here, we're we're okay. And then, you know, the last couple nights um, and early mornings, we've had this beautiful flower moon. So, um, nature's amazing, but, um, you know, the end of stage one and they were starting stage two officially today. Hallelujah. There's florists that are open. There's some retail opening. Um, people are, you know, going through the motions to be able to ramp up their, um, online presence, but curbside, you you can kind of walk up to the door at least and shop and go, Hey, I want that you know, flower or that candle, um, you know, you can't walk into the store, you can't um, gather, you have to wear your mask, you have to wear your gloves if you're working in the store, all those good things. But, uh, hey, I also, I'm so happy I stopped my favorite coffee shop, reopened this morning. They were open at 6 a.m., ready to go. It also, also happens to be, be my favorite app, uh, my restaurant app, and that's Two Guns. Two guns espresso mm-hmm. on Sepulveda. Well, I, um, I got to ask you, open. Kelly. I, I got to ask you, coffee shops aren't considered essential? They were closed? Mm. Good question. So um, Two Guns has multiple locations. They have uh, two in Manhattan Beach, two in El Segundo, a couple downtown, uh, with the Sepulveda location being their original location. Uh, <laughs> they chose to close down all but the one in North Manhattan Beach, which I've been driving to about once a week to get my good flat white fix. Their coffee is like none other in, in my brain. At least I actually, I crave coffee, but I crave their coffee. Um, and wow. so they have their little key, they have their little kiosk open in North Manhattan Beach on Highland, which is truly like the size of like a little closet. It's teeny. So they felt that was the safest. They can, you know, um, prepare the coffee inside. They can hand it out the window. They have like a little takeout type of window things. So they closed down the other ones. Um, actually, they have three locations in Manhattan Beach. Um, and they were just operating out that one. And last night, I was flipping through all my social media. And I see, hey, we're opening tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. on Sepulveda. And I was just, I couldn't wait to wake up and go get my coffee. I am so happy for you. There's, no, seriously, I, I'm 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 surprised. I I don't know, I don't know if other coffee shops stayed open. Did does anybody know? Did did the other coffee places yeah. stay open? Did Starbucks stay, stay open and uh, Coffee Bean um, and Tea Leaf? Sure, I I know 
Um, some of the coffee beans did. I know the one over by the Manhattan Village Mall did. Uh, the one over by Bristol Farms stayed open. Uh, at some point, the one downtown was. Uh, Peace Coffee has been open. I believe Starbucks has had limited hours, too. But, you know, everybody was limited in, in you know, yeah. their hours yeah. and, and, and their behavior, you know, their serving behavior. But um, Two Guns, of course, is, you know, independently owned. Um, Stan and Natalie, we just, you know, adore them. They're wonderful partners to the community. And, um, you know, they have the best coffee around, just saying. Um, I'm so happy, very- Kelly. I'm, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> That's 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 important stuff. It is. It is. Start your day off right. Start your week off right. It is. But hey, uh, what's happening this weekend, Jackie? What's happening this weekend is Mother's Day. That's yeah. right. Okay. All sorts of. Yes. Tell us. Tell us about that because I know downtown Manhattan Beach is uh, having their their Mother's Day specials and stuff. I I, I posted that to my weekend guide and on my website and. Tell us a little bit sure. about that. Tell us about the well, Yeah, it's Mother's Day weekend. And, of course, any retail store that has been able to kind of, you know, um, continue the online presence or open back up, they're all offering Mother's Day specials. The florists, you know, are definitely back open, cranking out gorgeous um, flower, you know, floral arrangements. There are a lot of the restaurants that have been open and continuing to do the takeout and curbside, um, like, um, I know, Tin Roof, uh, Shade Hotel, Arthur J. They're all offering Mother's Deal like meal packages, um, you know, that you can you can take home and cook, or you can get pre-prepared. So uh, I encourage everybody to follow uh, your favorite location social media we have it on our social media a lot of it downtown Manhattan Beach has a lot there too but um, there are several of these retailers and restaurants doing Mother's Day specials so um, all you have to do is, is peruse social media and and look around but Mother's Day is a big holiday and it's also a big financial boom for retail and for restaurants so please whatever you can do um, to support these people this weekend um, is much much appreciated um, for I have, sure I have to tell and, you I have to tell you, Kelly, yesterday on the show, what we, we, you know, we've been keeping the phone lines open on Thursdays so people can, you know, businesses can call in and let us know if they're opening, how they're functioning, you know, that sort of thing. And yesterday we kind of did a Mother's Day special and uh, our friends at Shade called up and told us about their box brunches that they're offering. You know, you just drive up and pick it up. Um, Boy, it sounded good. It sounded good. Good uh, salmon and and croissants and uh, just all sorts of goodies in those box brunches. So yeah, yeah. I, everybody's getting off easy this year. None of the kids have to cook their mom's breakfast in bed. They can order everything out. <laughs> I hope my kids are listening. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I know. Any, hey, any meal prepared or delivered to me or pre-calculated and thought out by somebody else uh, is is delicious to me. So bring it on, boys, if you're listening. Um, you know, your mama's waiting. <laughs> um, and anyways, happy Mother's Day to every mother, you know, out there. It's not just one day. It should be every day, but it's Mother's Day weekend, so everybody um, needs to celebrate. But what a week it's been, you know, I think with the opening up, reopening of the businesses and a little bit of that, you know, relief um, opening up some of the parks starting to open up to more and some of the hiking trails in Los Angeles are reopening and obviously with restrictions. I'm just, I'm excited. It's a beautiful day. Again, we live in the South Bay. We get to look at the gorgeous ocean every day and, um, you know, get out there and move around people and be safe, be careful. Of course, still practice all those safe guidelines, but um, let's, you know, let's look at the positive. And I've been so energized this week. I mean, you know, it is, it's crazy times. We're all doing different things, but I've had some really, really cool conversations this week with interesting new technologies and a couple of new clients that have joined the chamber in the last week. Um, we're going to continue to kind of, bring them on to either the Tuesday or Friday show in the next couple of weeks, everything from the future of electric transportation 
Um, we're talking full-on George Jetson style type of transportation options to, um, I talked yesterday with a new member of Micron Defense, which is going in and fogging um, and spraying down, you know, buildings or homes or whatever to prepare them and make sure they're germ-free um, to who is going to be announced shortly by you, our our guests um, with a really cool technology. And before you announce them, I just want to point out that our, the first guest I think you're going to introduce and read the bio for um, joined the chamber. She was the first person to join the chamber during the pandemic. And it was, you know, everything was dark for like a week or two. And all of a sudden this new membership, you know, sign up popped up into my inbox. And I was so so excited because <laughs> yeah, life had kind of stopped and and, and mm-hmm. she got an earful from me like oh my gosh thank you so much you know so um <laughs> i'm always grateful for every member but she is number one in during the pandemic so she deserves to be served up properly we will do that are you ready joe i am ready jackie who's our who are our guests today Okay, our guests this morning are Rebecca Warfield of the Chenane Group and Prajet Gopal, co-founder and CEO of Looped. Now, Rebecca has lived in the South Bay for the past 14 years and is an active community member supporting local businesses and partnerships. She is the CEO of a woman-owned and operated company, the Chicane Group. Sorry, I, I, mis- I misspoke before, Chicane Group, uh, an artist management, talent relations, and consulting firm founded in Manhattan Beach in 2012. She has served on the management teams of Britney Spears, uh, Steven Tyler, and Mark Ballas, among others, and co-managed Aerosmith for many years. She launched and ran Steven's uh, charity Janie's Fund for our nation's most vul- vulnerable girls, as well as his solo career. She is currently uh, in, a business partner and manager of global artist, photographer, and humanitarian Julian Lennon. Now, Rebecca has a background in TV and film that includes several Super Bowl commercials, and she has executed and or managed talent on over 100 award shows, including the Nobel Peace Prize concert, Golden Globes, AMAs, ACMAs, Miss Universe, and many more. For the last decade, she's been involved with technology and the convergence between tech and music. She created a tech and music fest in Canada with Live Nation called Fuse Nation and currently is a partner at Looped, a proprietary video chat and streaming platform with a vast functionality. Rebecca creates opportunities and solutions for clients, businesses, charities, and more through her management services and tech platform, Looped. Now, her niche is helping clients understand their vision, creating a path to success, bringing it to reality, and achieving their goals. Now, Project Gopal is the co-founder and CEO of Looped, a transformative new app that connects talent and fans like never before. Through Loop's proprietary proprietary video chat technology, talent and fans talk in real-time direct video call, creating live conversations and real connections, no matter where they are in the world. A lifelong music fan, Gopal co-founded and operated artist management company, 1130 Music. The company develops and executes full-scale promotional plans for up-and-coming artists, securing record deals and reaching key milestones, including slots at the Governor's Ball, Lollapalooza, and Bonnaroo. Now, prior to finding, uh, founding 1130 Music, Gopal served as an assistant label manager at S-Curve Records. He received his bachelor's degree in financial economics from Columbia University and currently lives in New York City. Now, this morning, we're going to learn how Loop recently stepped up to help artists capture revenue from their performances since the COVID-19 pandemic has wiped out their touring revenues uh, by becoming the only platform that allows for a live stream event to be ticketed with a general admission or VIP option, allowing for virtual meet and greets to happen within the same platform. Most importantly, Looped is just the virtual venue. Event entry can be sold, raffled, contested, or given away, or website you prefer. Uh, I'm excited about this, to learn about this, and I know Joe is excited about it. Rebecca, (laughs) welcome to the program. We are so glad you could join us this morning. Thank you. Wow. What an intro. What what else do we have to talk about? <laughs> thank you, Jackie. Thank you so much thank for having you. us. And thank you, Kelly, for the kind words as well. You're welcome. Well, it, it's important, I mean, for for people to understand, that, and you certainly do, Rebecca, understand that the importance of, of joining the chamber and being a, a member of the chamber and how it can set your feet on the ground and really give you some relationships built in relationships from the very beginning. So uh, 
let's start with that. Um, what was your focus when you said, okay, I'm going to join the chamber because I need to do what? Sure. Well, I think, you know, look, I, I, I started my company here in Manhattan Beach. I love the community. I love the way everyone comes together with all of our different villages from Redondo to Hermosa and Manhattan. And I just felt like it was a good time to connect in more ways than just physical connections. And so I was looking for ways to support the community. And Kelly, I always get your newsletters. And I was like, this is the time to do it. Um, And obviously, our focus is on making those virtual connections right now. And I think so many people are thinking the same way. So it just seems like Mm -hmm. a great time to support and and be a part of the community. We need more Rebecca's uh, in our lives. (laughs) (laughs) How, How did the relationship with Looped come about, Rebecca? Yeah, it's actually, so Project and I were introduced through my entertainment lawyer, Stephen Beer, who's a real advocate for up-and-coming artists and technology platforms. And, you know, I had been in, I've been in management for a long time. And with artists like Steven Tyler and Britney Spears, we do a massive amount of meet and greet business physically. So just like any other global artist, you know, it's a, it's a necessary part of the business. You know, they're doing backstage meet and greets with a photo, and those get bundled into VIP ticketing packages, and it's really very much the norm. So when Mm -hmm. I was with Steven, people used to always ask me if they could either pay to FaceTime him or pay to have a Skype call with him, and there was never really a great answer or an efficient way or a safe way to do that. So when Mm -hmm. my lawyer introduced me to Project and said, you've got to look at this tech platform, and this was, by the way, just over a year ago now, Uh, he said, you've got to look at what they're doing. They're doing virtual meet and greets that are safe, short-timed video chats, and they're all lined up. All the fans get lined up, and with the simple push of a button, you just go cycle through each fan and talk to each one. So I thought, Mm -hmm. I have to learn more about this. So I asked them 10,000 questions and I just felt like it was an incredible new technology at the time. And so I joined the team as an advisor last year and a board member focusing on talent relations and strategic partnerships. And we've Mm -hmm. just really exploded over the last year. And now I'm a partner at Loops as well. And I'll let, Mm -hmm. I'll let project chime in if there's, if there's uh, anything I missed in that, but it's been, it's been a really amazing, amazing year being a part of this. Wow. Um, Project, I'm, I'm, I'm holding back my torrent of questions. I will start with the, the number <laughs> one question again, the concept of looped. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, my background is also uh, in talent management Uh, I have been involved with music my entire life, playing music, you know, since I was very young, and I never really considered it a real career path. Um, You know, as Jackie mentioned, I studied uh, finance um, in college, and so when I went to, um, you know, do my interviews for, you know, all the things that you do in in finance, um, I ended up being introduced to the owner of a record label who offered me a job, and I took it and ended up having an absolutely incredible experience and uh, started managing my friends. We put out a couple songs, they ended up doing well, and you know I ended up basically starting a management company um, while I was a, a junior in college. Uh, at the same time, uh, I had a fr- uh, one of my roommates, uh, was a guy named Ben, uh, was also managing artists and actually managed a band that I had you know, in college as well. And so Ben and I kind of fused our management company senior year and ended up um, you know, managing artists for the next uh, four or five years together. And so kind of looped came out of that whole experience of really understanding that, you know, for our artists, every time that they would meet a fan and give a fan any, a little bit of attention, whether it was uh, before or after a show, um, just meeting them on the subway, you know, really anywhere, whether it was paid or not, mm-hmm. um, that fan mm-hmm. was, you know, a super fan for life, right? That fan was coming back to the next show, that fan was showing up in a hat, mm-hmm. that fan was listening to the next album, um, just, mm-hmm. you know, it was the most powerful tool that we had. 
Um, and I saw that in myself too, right? Whenever I would meet a new artist, you know, at a festival or anything, even if it was for five seconds, I was now a fan forever. I would follow that artist's career, you know, through, mm-hmm. through everything. Mm-hmm. And so that was, that was the big thing for us. And, and that's really where this came from is how do we have that experience when we're not in the same physical space as the fans and the solution didn't exist. Well, and so that's where this whole idea came from. I just want to, I just want to amplify and then we'll follow that train that, that in everyone's life, in everyone's life, there are those times when you meet that person whether it's a teacher or whether it's a, a, a sports star or whether it's whoever it is, you meet that person. You shake that hand, and it, it's sort of a dividing line before and after. But now you're making it something that people can do on a regular basis. This, this is explosive. And, and I relate it also to the issue, as you mentioned, like the superfan fan. Um, it's it's kind of related to the to the uh, to the pandemic in a way because it's related to the ways in which ideas spread. Ted, the ways in which ideas spread and the ways in which viruses spread. You drop a little drop. Someone has an experience with an artist. They're going to talk about that artist for the rest of their lives because they have a video project. Yeah. They have a video. Right. They can relive that exactly. experience. This is unbelievable. This is yeah. I mean, it, go on. Say even even in the in the best of times, you know, it's really it's just such an incredible, powerful moment to have a little bit of of time with someone that you spend so much time listening to and reading about and following on social media, right. watching all of their videos. Right. You know, getting to to tell them to their face how much that means to you, getting to ask that question right. you've always wanted to know about is so powerful. Right. Um, you know, and just being able to expand the opportunity to have to allow people to do that um, is is really what we're all about. So, well, let's start with the technology itself. I mean, video chatting, Instagram, FaceTime, Zoom, Zoom uh, as an as a as a company when the stock market was tanking and global pandemic fever was high. Around the world, Zoom was going up like 20% uh, because uh, they they had 20 million uh, uh, you know subscriptions, which ballooned to like 120 million. It's it's actually, an amazing Joe, story. Actually, Joe, the yeah. numbers I saw was that Zoom stock went up over 300%, and there were over 200 million video chats a day. It, I read it those goes on. It gets crazy. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, so what a time for you to be uh, known and to get known. I know it's been a few years, but now you're going to be, you know, an overnight success because people are going to discover you because they can't get that fix of live music, live performance. Um, and so they're going to, search for virtual experiences and looped is one of the best concepts in virtual experiences ever. So let's just start with the technology. Why is looped different than uh, FaceTime or zoom with a celebrity? Give us the parameters of that, that Rebecca was talking about earlier. Absolutely. So, you know, there are a lot of um, main differences. Really, the, the use case we were trying to solve for was, you know, if there's one person and lots of people want to talk to them one after the other, but still have that moment be personal, um, how do we create that while making the experience really fantastic for the fans and really easy and simple to use for the talent? And so a lot of the things um, that we've built in, a lot of the product features are really centered around that. And so for the fans, basically, they're queued up um, inside of this virtual venue and while they're waiting, there's all sorts of things they can do. They can click on links, they can watch videos, they can answer questions, they can all chat with each other, you know, just kind of share that excitement. There's all sorts of things they can do while they're waiting, and they can even watch, um, as you mentioned before, watch live streams in there as well, um, if that's something that the talent wants to do. Um, for the talent, it's the easiest experience they could have. They just log in, and they press one button, and it basically cycles through the video chats with each fan. They don't have to dial any numbers. They don't have to wait between calls. They don't have to, you know, worry about any security features. We like to say the app is your bouncer. You know, it kind of handled all of that for you. 
um, and it's completely automated. Mm. And so for the, mm. uh, for the talent, really all they have to do is log in and press a button and the experience just goes and they don't have to think about anything tech related. Um, all they, they can just completely mm -hmm. focus on the fans. Um, and so that's, right. you know, really what makes us unique and um, is, is a very unique um, offering out there. It does, it does uh, uh, sound that, but is it really that unique? Because it's such an explosive idea, uh, Project. I mean, I, I, it's hard for me to believe that you're alone in this space, but is that true? Yeah, I mean, it, it was surprising for us, too, um, you know, a few years ago when we, when we started developing it. Um, it was very, you know, it just seemed like an idea that, you know, should exist. And I think that's, you know, some of the most exciting companies out there, you know, when you start sh sharing it mm. around to people, you know, you'll say, mm. you'll pitch the idea and they say, this should already exist, right? And you start looking for right. a solution and it just isn't there. Um, and so, you know, for, for us, that, that's really what happened is we, you know, I wanted to do this thing with my talent. I started looking for the solution. It wasn't there, you know, started conceptualizing how to build it and build, you know, started forming the team to be able to build it. And that's something we really heard a lot in the early days as we started pitching it around was, you know, this already has to exist. Um, and, and it just, right. you know, it, it seems like a very specific case that just no one had taken the time to build. Joe, and, can I can I jump in for a second? Yeah, can I please, jump in for one please, second? Uh, I, I was I wanted to uh, ask Rebecca about this. You know, Rebecca, as I mentioned earlier, on yesterday's show, um, at the end of the show, Joe and I were talking about today's show, and and one of the things that really struck me was uh, we all know how you know a couple of decades ago the the traditional record industry pretty much went bust. Uh, it, you know, it was no longer, you know, it, it completely changed. And basically you can get your music for free today. So artists are not really making money off their recording. You know, they used to go into a studio, you know, create an album, put it out there, everybody would buy it. And that's changed dramatically. So th these days their revenue is pretty much concerts merchandise they sell at concerts you know th that sort of thing uh that yeah. that is pretty, pretty much their 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 main source of revenue these days um so and and who knows when we're going to get back to being allowed to be in a big arena i mean seriously right. i mean i just don't i don't see that happening this year as i was telling joe yesterday you know I i'm sure football will come online and baseball and ba basketball and concerts but without people in the stands um, yeah. and, and that's a big, that's a big chunk of the income. So, uh, so by, by doing this, I, and, and it's so interesting, I find it interesting because what I do, you know, in my life with my website, it, it, it promotes events. Um, during this time, everything has gone virtual. Uh, it, I mean, my calendar is generally on the website. It's about four months out. And when this happened, I had to go through and cancel, 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 postpone, right. postpone everything, you know, and remove it. And and then it took a couple of weeks, but then virtual events started popping up, uh, virtual town halls, uh, uh, virtual fitness uh, classes, you know, virtual concerts, everything, right? Um, so I've kept track of the analytics on those. I can tell how many people are looking at a certain thing. And I just wasn't, I wasn't seeing the numbers. You know, the numbers were not mm -hmm. there, which told me that yeah. people just didn't, didn't have a heck of a lot of interest in do, in watching or doing something virtually. And I, I you know, I, anyway, so I, I could track those numbers. So I immediately thought, well, why on earth would anybody pay for a virtual experience? If they're if they're not interested in the free ones, you know, um, and then when I read, your, you know, the bios and the information on, on looped, I thought this is something that people will pay for. You know, there, you know, yeah. a lot of people, you know, the, the super fans are going to pay to watch a concert no matter what. But by adding in the VIP, the meet and greet virtually, I just I just see that exploding. Yeah, yeah, and I will say, you know, it is true. The the primary revenue for artists is, you know, is touring, is different brand partnerships. Um, it's a combination of everything these days, and there's no rules anymore. Um, it's with virtual events and this shift. We're we're in a little bit of the wild west right now. Everybody's trying to figure it out. 
you know, I will say the music business is a group of incredible survivors, right? Over the years, there has been so much that, that the music industry has had to, had to deal with. And, and I'm confident that, you know, these concerts are going to come back. They might be a hybrid form. They might be different than, than what we have, have always known in the past. A lot of shows are being rescheduled for 2021. Um, but look, the fans will come. They will come back. They will be in different forms. I believe that all of the virtual events that are popping up now and these virtual experiences, yes, there are a lot of virtual experiences. The proprietary technology that Looped has specifically with being able to line fans up and pre-call them is a very efficient way for artists to connect with those fans. And when you see someone on the screen and you see their environment behind them, it only takes a second or two to say, oh my God, what is that picture? Or what's behind you? Are you in, you know, where are you? We had a uh, Kurt Busch, a NASCAR driver, driving around the Daytona racetrack, talking to fans the day before the race mm. and the day before he mm. won. So that experience for fans is incredible. You know, Megan Trainer was on a few sessions last week, and she was using the platform to raise money for Feeding America. I think that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Um, the thing that we're going to start seeing is instead of, you know, everything being focused on the physical, we'll start seeing the virtual packages getting, um, getting built into ticket packages, merch bundles. Um, there's, a, there's a unique connection and a huge value there to be able to connect and have a private conversation with no photographers and security and managers around. Um, it's, it's super exciting. And I will say, I think that, uh, again, it's going to be a hybrid. And the one thing that we're seeing, too, is as these virtual experiences first have been uh, available for free, Look, we're only talking, this has only been going on for the last, you know, two months. We launched our streaming platform April 1st. So it's only about five weeks old. We've had over a dozen events. We have um, different casts coming on for charity. We have the cast of Roswell, New Mexico, and we have a big announcement after this show as well for the next one. So, so listen in for that. But I think, you know, the live stream component, you've got athletes who can live stream uh, workout with fans and then do one-on-one -on -one meet and greets afterward. You can have whole, you know, you can have an NFL team doing that together. You can have, uh, you know, living room concerts and, and fans are loving that. Fans are loving seeing these artists like stripped down real mm. reality. We haven't seen this before. So this is, mm. this is birthing a new type of entertainment a new type of concert experience, a new type of, uh, you know, an insight into the real world and making the artist more accessible and more relatable. So I, I think oh. it's just a combination of all of those things is really super exciting. One, yes. one of the things, Rebecca, was the transition. The first few weeks of this, yeah. it's been eight weeks, as we call it. The first few weeks were all, you know, you know, pandemic, 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 24-7. It was all about plans and, and death and yeah. destruction. And then the, the, the networks went into a, you know, let's play, you know, like old sports uh, uh, scenarios. And then they started thinking, yeah. well, we got to get more creative than showing, you know, the, the NBA finals from 2010. We got to get more right, creative right. than that. And then they <laughs> yeah. did something, I don't know if you know, but the CBS, NBC, ABC, they're all out of their minds excited about the fact that our country, that, that virtual concert, did really great numbers. And they're all trying to yeah. figure out why. Yeah. There was no, there was no production value. Mar Martina McBride was was singing to her horse. What's going on? Yeah. Why are people interested <laughs> yeah. in this? Well, yeah. we all know. You you know now. I'm I'm now currently interviewing for a job because I think Looped is going to be huge, <laughs> and uh, I just I would like to start my interview 
with the <laughs> biz dev idea that bottom line is, you know, there's a company called uh, Patreon, which has been mm-hmm. uh, a yeah. way for artists and creators and influencers to support themselves and, and, and get a closer connection with their fans. They have 150,000 creators on Patreon, 150,000. And, and the questions that they answer are, develop a recurring income stream, take back creative control, build mm-hmm. a direct, meaningful connection with your audience. So are you guys thinking in terms of not just celebrities, caters, and influencers? Absolutely. Yeah, it, this can be used in so many different industries in so many different ways. You know, we're talking to authors, we're talking to uh, institutions with, uh, you know, even even PR companies using it internally for journalists. Uh, there's there's so many ways that you can use this that, yes, it, it will absolutely, the technology will absolutely start seeping into different industries, no doubt about it. You know, one of wow. my favorite things that I've seen, you know, since starting this, um, starting this a few years ago is that, you know, it started off as a music idea, you know, doing virtual meet and greets. And since then, every new person that we bring it to who's an expert in a new industry will come up with really creative ways to use it. As Rebecca said, we've used it in sports, we've used it in film TV, we've used it in wider entertainment, we use it with authors, um, we use it for political fundraising. Um, you know, we've <laughs> used it for, for casting, just a way for casting, you know, agents to be able to more quickly go through um, audition tapes or, um, you know, virtually audition people. There's really all sorts of ways that people can use it. Um, and that's been, you know, a really exciting thing for me to see, just people coming up with creative ideas and uh, use cases. Now, I'd like to tell people that I am a Democrat. I'm, I'm genetically a Democrat. I was born <laughs> a Democrat. But I'm telling you that Donald Trump will spend hours on this platform if you give him the opportunity. <laughs> Hundreds hundreds of millions of dollars. Hundreds of millions of dollars. Am I lying? Jackie, back me up on this. Donald Trump Trump I think any politician on this platform. Any politician. Any politician. politician. Basically anybody with a Twitter account uh, is what it comes (laughs) down to. What I want to know is when is is the IPO and are you going to give us a heads up? (laughs) (laughs) We want want inside. We want we want to be on the edge of being like charged with a federal crime. We want to know exactly <laughs> when it's happening. Uh, let's, let's talk about funding. Where are you guys, Rebecca and Project, in your funding process? I'll kick that to you, Project. <laughs> sure. Yeah, so, um, you know, funny enough, we, we had raised um, kind of a first tranche of our seed round um, about a year ago. Um, and, and we're able to close that pretty quickly. And we started raising a, a second tranche right before, um, you know, COVID, the pandemic hit, uh, which is definitely an interesting time to be uh, fundraising. So it's been, you know, definitely a, a mix in the sense that the markets, you know, obviously have been going up and down. And so um, it makes it tricky to, to be out there trying to raise money, but also, um, you know, our business is doing very well. And so we're, we're almost closed out um, for the second tranche of our seed rounds. Um, and so, you know, we should hope to, to close that out in the next couple of weeks. I'm going to give you my number uh, after the show, yeah. uh, and you can yeah. call me, and we'll, we'll definitely we'll talk. Um, no, you know something? It's interesting. Uh, this pandemic, uh, what do they say? Necessity is the mother of invention. There is a lot of innovation going on during this time. You know, it's it, a lot of bad stuff going on. But boy, there is some exciting stuff happening, and it's it, you guys were were positioned perfectly because you started working on this several years ago, uh, and yeah. and and we're utilizing it on a smaller scale. And now, now th- there's this instantaneous need for it, um, and and right. I'm just my mind is going in a million different directions. I'm thinking of contracts with 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 the major networks and cable i mean I, it's what right. i can just see this going in a million different ways being used in a million different ways yeah absolutely yeah. and and you know brands and 
I feel like we're in a really unique position, and, and obviously I'm, we're very grateful for being in this position during this time. There's so many people suffering and, and looking for solutions, and we're, we are really excited and happy to share that this can solve a problem for you during this time, and then you can continue to use it in different ways, um, you know, when the world starts to open up again, too. Um, you know, and, and just like the real it of it is you can live stream anything, you know, just talking about Manhattan Beach and, and the community, you know, you can live stream an event from your restaurant, from, you know, whoever you have an audience with, you can live stream that and sell tickets and maybe work with um, a regional, you know, public figure or an artist or you know, and and roll that into some sort of a marketing plan. So it doesn't have to be like a global superstar using this. It can be used. Uh, it can mm-hmm. be used through the fire departments. It can be used for through the uh, the city. So you know, we're just we're excited to be able to share that and be able to offer something that is so timely and uh, and be of service in a way as well. I have a question. Um, with any great idea and great new concept and every startup, um, there's always challenges. Um, there's highs and there's lows. What has been uh, your biggest hurdle that you guys have had to, you know, leap over? That's yeah, a great I question. Can, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can take that one. So I think, I think you know, um, having people conceptualize a new technology and a new product um, that you're trying to pitch them, especially when you're dealing with, um, you know, celebrities and artists where they're, you know, their fans are, are everything, right? And so they want to make sure that whatever they're giving their fans is a great experience. And so when something is so new, um, just starting out, you know, it definitely takes a little bit of time to be able to convince them and show them that we've built something great. And this is a, you know, it is an experience that um, your fans are really going to enjoy um, and that you're going to enjoy uh, it definitely takes a little bit of time to get that first initial adoption. And then once that happens, you know, everyone starts seeing it and it, it's much easier to go from there. So I'd say the, especially working in entertainment, the first big initial hump that you have to get over, which definitely took us, you know, a little while after we had finished R and D was, you know, showing people those first initial uh, people who would jump on and, and use it and take a chance um, so that we could show everybody else how great it was. So have you guys been working uh, up until this point when you're in, in the beginning stages and you're working primarily with big talent, Rebecca, especially, you know, with your roster and your experience, were, um, were you approaching the talent themselves? Were you going through the agent, the business manager, the agency, you know, how were you able to infiltrate, you know, what, what's been, uh, who's catching on to it uh, the quickest? Yeah, we, you know, all of the above. Uh, I, I have a long history in talent producing and talent booking for a lot of different events and shows. And so they're, you know, as my emails reach people's inboxes, they're going to take a look at it at least, right? So, you know, we, we covered a lot of ground. We have an incredible group, uh, an incredible team, not just with the co-founders, but incredible advisors. And we covered a lot, a lot of ground, first individually with talent, with agencies, with managers. Uh, and then we kind of shifted our focus in the fall to really focus on institutions, the record labels, the media companies, uh, you know, these, these groups that could see the value across their entire rosters. You know, they may have, they may have a, a, a group of 100 artists. And each one of those artists may use it in a different way. So we started to work on strategic partnerships a little bit more. And now what we're seeing is all of the hard work that we've put in over the last year, really all of those people are connecting and coming back to us in one way or another. So I feel like it's just been a combination of, of, of everything and lots of relationships and relationship building. Um, and it's just, you know, we've covered a lot of ground that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. I know when we, um, we we hopped on a Zoom uh, this week for you guys to kind of give me, uh, you know, an overview of this and to help me wrap my 
technologically challenged brain <laughs> around this <laughs> a little bit, uh, which I, I totally got it when you guys walked me through it. Um, uh, who, um, you know, I, I guess, you know, in the business community, that, I mean, this, this has also so many possibilities, you know, from obviously mm-hmm. the genesis of, of the talents, the records, you know, um, the music industry, uh, to authors you mentioned, to business, you know, doctors. I can see specialists mm-hmm. doing something with mm-hmm. this. Um, yeah. What, um, you know, we mentioned politicians. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you know, what, how do, do you have a particular focus group right now, or um, you know how can we help you disseminate the message? Uh, what, what, what's the most effective way? Anybody? I was thinking project was going to answer that one. Uh, I think you know. I think people need to know they can they can easily go on the loopedlive.com website and you know if they can dream how to use it, they can come up with all kinds of different things. Uh, we do right. a daily demo every weekday morning. That if anyone is interested in, they can email us at support at loopedlive.com. And we're mm-hmm. happy to share the link with them to join the demo. And we set that up because we just had an overwhelming response of people wanting to learn more about how they could actually use this, what the talent and fan user experience was like. And so we actually do that every weekday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific time. So I encourage mm-hmm. anyone who thinks, you know what, it, do, I, do I work with a public figure that has a, has a lot of people that want to talk to them? Do I have an event mm-hmm. that I'm thinking about that I could live stream and package with something, you know, to create value for my customers or to create, um, you know, accessibility with my customers? We can help with that. So I would, I would encourage people to go to the website, loopslive.com. And then if they think that this is something that they could utilize, then join us for one of our weekday demos and, uh, and learn, you know, a little bit more about it. Um, but that's, you know, that's my thought with that. Uh, Project, anything to add or, or anything no, that, I, you know, we're looking for? Yeah, I, com- I completely agree. I think, you know, if, uh, you know, there's anybody looking at the live stream landscape and uh, realizing, is, you know, uh, if you want to find ways to, you know, increase your production value or add kind of unique experiences um, on top of, you know, what's uh, what you may be doing, you know, streaming out to, you know, right. whether you're a chef or, you know, doing virtual conferences or anything like that, um, you know, for the live stream, we do have an in-house production team that can help you kind of just elevate the, you know, production value and with animations and overlays and, and you know, brand additions and all different t- uh, types of things like that. Um, we're able to do that for you. And for the virtual meet and greet, you know, you're able to add that onto any live stream. Uh, and if you just want to do the virtual meet and greet, the way that I like to conceptualize it is if there's any one person and people would line up to speak to them, uh, that that's basically what we do, right? And you can, you know, your brain can go all sorts of places with that. Um, but, mm. if, you know, if there's anyone out there listening who has, you know, a, a particular um, use for that, um, that's kind of what our technology solves for. And um, okay, it's, it's how we can help. And I we have do a question to add now. one. I, oh, go ahead. Yes, reject. No, Re- Rebecca, complete your thought. Yes. Just one, you know, you can also go on and see the different events that we're having. And, you know, we're, we're actually hosting a comedy happy hour next Friday, May 15th, 5 o'clock Pacific time. And that's going to be a really fun way to experience the platform. You can see... All of the different comedians come on. They're going to interact. One is Russell Peters is doing a Q&A. And then uh, after the event is over, they will all split off and do their own video chats. So it's just a great way to see, you know, the, the, uh, the app and the platform in action. And then our, with our Cast for Good partnership, we have cast coming on. Like I said, we had the Roswell, New Mexico cast come on, and they do an hour-long Q&A with a moderator that you get to watch, and then you can book a VIP meet and greet with any member of the cast. 
and we have a very big announcement for a really exciting task happening um, later today. And that is all going to a charity um, each time they set that up too. So um, you're I, killing I me, right back. people to go. <laughs> <laughs> you're killing me. You're killing yeah. me that you're going to wait until later to make this announcement. Can we get a scoop? Can we get a <laughs> scoop on the South Bay show? Oh, that would be so exciting. <laughs> yes, yes. Also, also, Rebecca, I want you to talk about about cost and how much it costs. I I kind of uh, logged in as a as a, a talent, and I realized well, mm. talent has to pay. Is that is that the only business model? And how do people, the fans, how do they pay? Sure. So I'm going to start with the fan side. Basically, the artist or the event or the host sets their own price for how much the actual event or experience is going to cost. The fans, you know, will go on and they'll see, they'll, they'll see their favorite artist. They'll see how much it costs. Or maybe it's a part of a sweepstakes or a contest and it's free. Um, it's, a, it's always up to the artist and the, team, and the artist team. Um, on the technology side, looped charges, $150 an hour to use the video chat platform, which breaks down to about $2.50 per minute of talk time. So anything mm -hmm. that is charged over that is, is revenue, and you can see all of that information on the website. Now, the amazing thing that we're seeing is for the people who are offering these video chats for free, it's a huge promotional value. We're seeing between 100 and 200,000 organic fan-driven impressions on just 50 fans with an average following posting the picture that they get with their favorite celebrity, and that's before the artist or the brand or the host or third party posts anything at all. So these people, you know, these fans are so excited. They get that screenshot of the conversation. They share it immediately online. Brands have the ability to actually reskin the whole event so that they can, you know, spread the news about their products and, you know, think about it with any sort of logo on that screen, the amount of people that you reach. And then that's, again, before any promotion is even done. So we're seeing a huge promotional value there. Um, in terms of the live stream component, the, the live stream is a percentage off the top of the event, and we, we do different percentages depending if it's a nonprofit or a or a uh, for-profit event. So it's pretty mm. nominal fees um, for, for the, uh, you know, whoever's hosting the event. And, uh, mm -hmm. and then for the fan, you know, it's really all about uh, the value uh, of what the artist is charging. So it's, it's, just, like buying, it's yeah. just like buying a ticket to a concert. You know, it's just like buying a ticket to a concert. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're going to have yeah, we, yeah. We're uh, a virtual venue in a sense, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think Jackie wow. had mentioned that earlier. Your virtual venue that costs a hundred and fifty dollars. It's <laughs> unbelievable. It's it's a virtual venue. It's a hundred and fifty bucks. You you bring the crew in, you set up the band, you, you have security. No, you don't do any of that. It's a virtual venue. Yeah. And then you have tickets and people buy the tickets and wow, amazing. It is amazing. It is amazing. And unfortunately, our time is coming to an end. This is so exciting. <laughs> uh, Kelly, maybe best guest ever. This, 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 is, uh, <laughs> one, this is seriously one of the most exciting things I've heard in a long, Explosive. long time. Uh, and I'm sitting here yeah, making a list right now of my, 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 the people that I'm a fan of um, because I will totally be using – this uh this service um joe we got to wrap this up yeah yeah all, all i can say is uh janie's got a gun is one of my favorite <laughs> steven tyler aerosmith songs jamie's got a mm -hmm. gun mm -hmm. can, can i have can i have a little one-on-one -on -one with steven tyler Rebecca, just a little. Well, let's ask him. We'll, we'll ask him. He would, he would be fantastic on this. He would be fantastic. And, and it's not Janie's Got a Gun anymore. It's Janie's Got a Fund. Yes. It's, it's a whole new uh, foundation and everything. This is cool. Uh, Rebecca Warfield, uh, Project uh, Gopal, thank you so much for joining us today. 
Thank you. Thank, Thank you for you having so much us, for having you guys. Us. Thank you so much. Wow. Looped. Loopedlive.com. Loopedlive.com. Jackie, Kelly, this is a winner. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Once again, the Manhattan Beast Chamber of Commerce brings it. Uh, we have cool <laughs> members, cool ideas, and uh, thank you very much for having us on today, uh, and have a wonderful weekend. Yes, happy Mother's Day, everybody. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, everyone. See you soon. Bye-bye.